Yep, yeah, and it's all it's getting windy. Oh, now it's really windy. Yeah. Oh, now it's it's really like blowing now, and I can't stand up anymore. It's like okay. <laughs> Did you see Jim Cantori get knocked over by a tree limb? Yeah. Yeah, and then I saw this this funny. Um, I think it was on Reddit. Somebody was like, um, "He can't stand up, but he's got the world's sturdiest cameraman." Right. And like it it somebody like cut in like a what's his Fabio looking guy holding the camera with the wind blowing in his hair uh-huh. and like things flying past him, but he's like standing, standing still holding the camera and stuff. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Dance, monkey, dance. Welcome to this week's episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris. I'm John. How you doing, John? Survived the hurricane? Oh, survived survive just fine. <laughs> no. I do appreciate the, the cooler weather that came with it. Yeah. Anything less than 90 is, is winter for me. <laughs> yeah. So, so Fort Myers got nailed, then you guys got nailed, and then we got nailed. Not, not like head on, but... We did get hit by the same hurricane, mm-hmm. so it's all one big happy in like path of destruction, right? So, you know, hopefully everybody made it out okay. Well, not everybody did, but for the most part, yeah, yep. It's a very scary thing. Don't know when South Florida will be rebuilt or whether they just abandon it to the elements. <sighs> Well, they rebuilt after Andrew, so. But that took a long time. You also didn't have a fucktard in charge back then. Well, you know, you also didn't have the entire Republican <laughs> Party who voted against hurricane aid for the state. Yeah, that. So I read that this morning that the Florida Dem or the, the Florida Republicans re- voted against Florida relief for the hurricane. Yep. Like what the fuck, man. It shows they're assholes and they don't give a shit about the people they represent and the people they represent are too fucking stupid but, to do anything about it. But even their governor, like the, the governor of the state is a Republican who actually uh-huh. thanked Biden. Is that why? Because he thanked Biden? They were all like, no. Oh. Probably. I mean, they're so fucking petty. I mean, I, I don't get it. Like, I would hope that that the government just says, well, I don't care what the fuck you voted for. There are people like we need to help them. Yep. I don't get it. (sighs) But whatever. It's a wonderful world. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, sure. You can't prove that. Uh, No. (laughs) Oh, good times. Yep. All right. So last week you mentioned that you watched the Munsters. Uh Uh-huh. 
and it came out on Netflix on the 27th. So I watched it and I watched it the whole way through. Um, it's very telling that the opening joke to this film has Hurley from lost and I want to be Dr. Frankenstein breaking into a, um, like a crypt Mm-hmm. And opening um, um, a coffin, and the opening joke is, it's empty, you think? <laughs> because that sets the tone for the rest of the film. It is a piece of hot, hot garbage, and I don't know how it got greenlit. I, I don't know. I don't understand how Universal looked at what he was doing and said, that's exactly what we want. And I know I sent this to you after I watched it, but why would you recreate the monster house in its fucking exacting detail and not have the, the front doors open into a staircase? I mean, am I misremembering the house in the TV show? No, that the door opens up and there's the staircase. The spot lives underneath it. Right, and the 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 stairs actually come up and like Herman like walks out of that and down the rest yep. of the stairs. Ah, oh my god! Like they couldn't even get the fucking house right. No, it was horrible. It was horrible. <sighs> I just, I, I, I don't know how they fucking do that and. I'd be asking for the money back if I was universal because I don't know where that money went. I don't get it. I mean, it was bright and gaudy and like, unless all the money went to the, um, the makeup of the Wolfman guy. I don't know where it went because there, there is a scene which you might have skipped over, but um, Elvira has the monsters in a car convertible. Yeah, I saw that scene. And they drive into the neighborhood. They drive. They drive into Mockingbird Heights. Mm-hmm. And Grandpa turns his head, and part of the makeup on his neck is missing. <laughs> and I was like, we didn't see that on the day. We didn't see that in post production. Like what the fuck? I don't understand. Like the green screen was really bad. The comping of the neighborhood because it's supposed to be a suburb of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. The mountain in the back looked like it was cut out in fucking Photoshop. Oh my God. And I still am flabbergasted on what they used to shoot this with. I don't know if it was a video camera. It's hard for me to look at that and say it's film. Oh, I think it was like an iPhone three. Uh, it was something because there were shots where I was like, I could get a better shot with my DSLR. Right. Than what they're, they're framing up there. And it's just like it, the, the quality was bad. And it was like, what the fuck did they shoot this on? And while I don't really want to watch a making of the monsters, I'd be, I'd be obsessed over like, show me the camera, show me the lighting, show me how you did this because I don't understand. 
Right. The only set that I was mildly impressed with was the laboratory where they built Herman, mm-hmm. which looked like an abandoned power plant. Right. So they just rolled in there with some lights and were like, just fucking set it up in the middle. But it's bad. It's probably one of the worst things I've seen in a really long time. I would definitely agree. <clears throat> So yeah, I mean anybody who's even contemplating on watching that, just just don't. No, it it was a waste of time. It's horrendous. I mean, it really is one of those things of like I I spend money on Netflix every month, and I still feel like I pay too much. And I watched it all the way through because I know you hadn't. So I was like, well. Maybe maybe John skipped over something that's like comedic gold or something that redeems this fucking thing. Yeah. No. Nope. Not at all. I can't think of one thing that was good right, in that movie. Right before the credits, they remake the black and white opening thing that mm-hmm. has been shown in every trailer. Because that was the best thing. Which looks okay, and so they tack that onto the end, but it's like, I've already seen that. Everything else is just fucking terrible. I don't like the dude playing Herman. No. What's her face is a terrible actress. And I know Mm -hmm. she keeps being put in stuff because she's Rob Zombie's wife. But fuck, dude, you need to really pull up from that. Well, but look at what Rob Zombie's done in the past. Should we really have expected anything better? I mean, look, I really liked... um, um, oh, what was the, the not house of a thousand corpses, the sequel to that devil's rejects devil's rejects is a really decent horror film. All right. Um, you know, other than that, it's, it's up for grabs of like, he's had some really good, like DOPs and stuff, try to save some of his stuff, but like, and like Halloween wasn't terrible. Halloween two was, but you would think that, that at some point you'd be like, maybe, I don't know. I, I just, I can't get over this man. Not really sure why grandpa had a mustache. Yeah. And I know that they use the same, there's the same guy. Daniel Roebuck is in another scene as like a, um, like a TV host. Uh-huh. And I don't know if it was like, oh, he looks too much like Grandpa if he doesn't have the mustache or something, but I, I don't know. And he's not even Grandpa Munster in this because there's no fucking kids. Like, he's just the count at that right. point. He's not even Grandpa Munster, for Christ's sakes. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. It's fucking terrible. It was sad. Very sad. I feel cheated. <laughs> there was so much promise in this. There was, it was, it really could have been something. Yep. And well, especially hearing about like how, how much of a fan he was and, you know, the details we saw early on of the, of the, uh, the house yep. and, you know, and, and even the black and white intro, they reshot. Yep. Even it's then like, it oh. was like, okay, this looks kind of cool. 
Boy, were we wrong. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I, one of the, I think we've talked about this on the show. One of the beautiful things about the monsters, the TV show is the fact that they're technically just a regular family living in a neighborhood mm-hmm. who just happen to be monsters. Right. And this totally threw that out to be like, Hey, we're monsters and we don't understand the new neighborhood. And it's like, okay, I, I don't get it. And how far fucking George Garcia and fucking Sylvester McCoy have fallen. <laughs> fucking Doctor Who was Igor. Right. And not even a good Igor. I, I don't know. Well, I told you so. Oh, no, you did. You did. And I needed to witness the pain for myself. And I did. And you... Witnessed all the pain. I couldn't even get that far. And it was pain. It really was. Like, I, I, oh, God. I mean, at at some point, it turned into a personal mystery science theater for me. Like, I just started (laughs) talking back to the screen. I was, I was, I was talking back to the screen. I was, you know, there's one shot where they're supposed to be at a beach resort Mm -hmm. and they come through like these big gates and it's obviously green screen behind them. Right. And it's so bad that if I had turned something like that into work, I'd be, I'd be getting yelled at, be like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like that looks terrible, but this isn't a fucking Hollywood movie. I use Hollywood in quotes because (laughs) I mean, this, this is, this isn't even as good as like an independent film. No, I mean, I've seen fan films that are better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's this really great one about um, Last Starfighter. <laughs> and Harley and Selena. Yeah. One of two of my favorites. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah, I, I, I just don't know, man. Hopefully it just disappears. Uh, there's no way they're making a sequel to this. And, and I can't even imagine this thing having a cult following. No. Because there's there's no redeeming quality whatsoever. No, no, not at all. You can't make excuses for this and say, oh, but this scene was really good. It's like, mm, no. <laughs> no, and there's no setup to this at all. There's not even no. like, like, you know... It's love at first sight for both Lily and Herman. Right. And it's not even like Herman sees Lily in the club and gets infatuated and has to win her heart. It's all of a sudden they're together and like the count is pissed. But like there's no story. Right. The story is the Wolfman somehow finagles the castle out from under the count. Right. And so they have to move to America and it's like, that's not a story. (laughs) There's no conflict there. There's no fucking like there's, there's like the romance is stupid. Like all of it is just fucking bad. 
So I really hope that Universal looks at this and is like, no, uh-uh, fuck this. He'll never work in this town again. Well, I, I, I don't know how anybody gives him money anymore for something like this. It's his fan base. Everything that but, I've seen, though, is no. I don't think this is driving subscribers to Netflix. No. I don't think people have rushed out to buy the DVD copy. Right. So how are they making money on this? Just their distribution deal with Netflix? Uh, well, so they um, they released a trailer for a Blu-ray release that oh, it's in high res. Well, and they it touts like um, like a behind the scenes thing for it, and there's misspellings in the graphics. Oh, awesome. because people were making fun of it. People were like, "How do you do this?" And not spell check everything as you go. Right. So, uh, Munster's DVD trailer. And this came out, um, I mean, this can't, the, the month, the, the DVD trailer came out like two months ago. Um, so, <laughs> so, uh, it's got graphics to say all new movie, Blu-ray, DVD, digital, nine twenty-seven. Um, oh, where's the where's the from the mind of Rob Zombie includes over sixty minutes of bonus. Bonus what? Well, it doesn't say, mm. but apparently it's got a making of and like. You know, all this extra shit on it. And it's just like, I'm not going to buy that. I can't see anybody buying that. I wonder if it's even like what they're trying to get for it. The Monsters. Uh, Blu-ray is $15. Marked down from 25 <laughs> Already? Oh, great. It's only been out for a week. <laughs> uh, Get it now before it disappears. Yeah. You'll regret it. I really want them to be like this be a movie that falls into legend of like you realize that they made a monster movie in like 2022, right? No, they didn't. <laughs> right. So the bonus content is something called The Munsters Return the, the, to Mockingbird Lane and a feature commentary with Rob Zombie. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand how anybody can give this more than a star. I'd be giving it zero stars. Couldn't finish watching it. It's that bad. Fred, Yvonne, and Al must be rolling in their graves. It's plain stupid, not camp. Well, yes, dear <laughs> viewer. That's exactly right. So, yeah. I I don't know. We could have done better with that money. We could. Definitely. 
and we would have put the effort into making sure that it was the best it could be. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh well. <laughs> uh... It was very sad. So we also watched the Hocus Pocus 2 movie this weekend. Okay. Have you seen it yet? I did, and I liked it. Did you? I thought it was entertaining. It gave a nice little happy ending to Winifred, and, you know. You don't think that the ending wasn't justified, though? I mean, don't you think it was all a little bit too easy? Well, it does go back to the whole reason that she became, you know, that they ran away to the woods and she became a witch was because she was protecting her sisters. Right. But there's so no... it comes full circle. But in the first one, there's like there's like kids in cages and like they're going to eat them. And well, I think they were doing everything in their power to avoid that. <laughs> but that was part of the fun of the first film. Like there was a dark aspect to it and there's no dark aspect in this new one. No, there wasn't at all. Forky doesn't get a fucking apple is like <laughs> the worst that happens in this film. Uh, there's a weird tie-in with Walgreens that I'm not really sure. There's an awful lot of product placement. <laughs> awful lot of product placement. You get like half a song and dance number. You got two half song and dance numbers. Yeah. The first one was like, what the fuck? Yeah, why do they just show up and start singing and dancing in the woods? Yeah. <laughs> and they even, they even say that. Like, yep. Who are they performing for? <laughs> I, I do feel that because Disney went out of their way to make this, that there was a missed opportunity that the witch that finds him in the woods was not Agatha from uh, WandaVision. Oh. <laughs> and have this weird thing that the Hocus Pocus universe is part of the MCU for a little bit of Disney synergy. Okay. Because I I thought that would be fucking amazing. Like, you know, Catherine Hahn shows up and they don't have to say it's Agatha. Right. But like, she's the but one. But it's obviously Agatha. Yeah. It, she's the one that gives them the book. And it's like, wait a minute. That means they're in the MCU. <laughs> you know, they could have done it during the snap. And like, that's why the, the original cast doesn't show up at all. You know, I don't know. It's the multiverse. <laughs> well... I liked it. Okay. I thought it was just a fun, mindless movie. Um, I thought some of it was very poorly directed and cut. Like once they cast the spell on the townsfolk and they're dancing through the street, it was like, did you just buy out a party city? Because <laughs> those costumes look like shit. And how many fucking people are dressed up as kings and queens? A lot. <laughs> yeah. A lot. I guess in Salem, that's like the thing, right? Oh, sure. But there were like little nods. There was a nod to um, Frank Marshall and and Penny Marshall. Which was bizarre. So are we admitting that they were in a movie? I guess. Because that was like, that doesn't make sense, people. <laughs> Why? I, and, I mean, I liked that there were people dressed up as different characters from the first movie. Like you saw somebody dressed up as Penny Marshall and right. um, Gary Marshall. And there was a Madonna in the crowd. like Which calls back to the first movie. Yeah, right. Yep. 
Yeah. And they brought back, um, oh, what's his name? Binks? No, the, uh, uh, Billy. Oh, Billy Butcherson. Yeah. But like, I'm trying to think of the actor's name. What the fuck is his name? Doug Jones. Doug Jones. They bring back Doug Jones for like, that could have just been like a cameo because 90% yeah. of the time he's just a severed head sitting on a stump from behind. Right. And it's like, you know, he's not there. Like, <laughs> like he came in for what, like two days and like shot all his shit and was like, all right, I'm out. Cause I got to go do star Trek. Like, yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, I felt like because of the hype, it could have been a better film. Mm. And now they're talking about a part three. And a Broadway musical. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean... I mean, again, they, I wasn't a huge fan of the first one, so I went into this being like, okay, whatever, it's a movie. And then, you know, the nitpicking began. Yes. <laughs> of course. Tear it apart. Don't let anybody have any joy in their lives. No, I'm fine with other people liking it. It's just not my cup of tea. Sure. It's allowed. It is allowed. <laughs> uh, um, I thought Sarah Jessica Parker looked horrible. <laughs> yeah, and I guess Kathy and Jimmy had said that she can't do the mouth thing anymore on the one side. So, but she, but she was. She was. It apparently was the other side. Oh, okay. Um, I guess that was a big thing of like, yeah, uh, my mouth muscles won't let me do that anymore. I was like, what, what the fuck? As you get older, is that a thing? Like, do your mouth muscles change? Not that, that I'm aware of. That's weird, but whatever. I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll start benchmarking today. I mean, I, she's not that old, right? No, she's not. Kathy and Jimmy. She's going to be close to 60. She's 65. Oh, okay. So. Okay. I do kind of wish there had been an explanation of like why they look 30 years older. Yeah. Or why does, it, you know, why does Kathy and Jimmy's character look like she's lost a ton of weight? Right. <laughs> Something. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of like in the first movie, when they come back, they're old. Right. So they were able to stay young by eating the kids souls. Okay. But they never got to. Oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought for what it was, I thought it was fine. It it was a step above Halloween Town. <laughs> Which, hey, let's face it, the original movie wasn't that great either. No, and it's you just know. one of those cult followings that people, right? You know, it's a Halloween movie, so we're just gonna watch it every Halloween, and then you get nostalgic for it, and right, that's fine. It just feels like they had 30 years to write this script <laughs> and they could have done something better. Oh, well, <laughs> but I mean, it's fine as long as everybody's happy with it. I mean, I'm glad it's got, it's, it's watchable for people. Yeah. You know, 
I like the Disney castle thing that they did to make it look. Different. I did too. You know that was that was cool. Disney doesn't usually let them play with the castle. Very very rarely does that happen. That happened in Tron Legacy and this. And I think there's a pirate flag on it for fucking Pirates of the Caribbean, but they don't normally change it that much. So right. You know, what are you gonna yeah. do? Did you watch Andor? I did watch Andor. Yeah, what'd you think of this week's Andor? I li- I liked this episode because it kind of kind of feels like it's finally moving. Yeah, that they've set everything up. So you've got you know the band of misfits living out in the wilderness, eating roots, <laughs> <clears throat> and Stellan Skarsgård is is undercover in Coruscant as an antiquities dealer. With some really interesting things in his store. Yeah, there were an incredible amount of Easter eggs in this episode. Yep. Yep. It's it's surprising to me. Um, and I think they're doing it on purpose of how different Coruscant looks. Yeah. It's not the prequels Coruscant. Um, no. It really is oppressive looking and Mm -hmm. i think that's that's totally meant to be there because of the stuff that the resistance is going through or the rebellion or whatever you're going to call it now um and so you get a lot of very stark buildings and it's not it's not like the coruscant where there were bright colors and um you know, lots of people running around. This is like the Empire's version, and it's right. It's very, very like they they go to the security or whatever council on Coruscant, and it's this big, um, like block building of concrete, mm-hmm. and it's there's no color, and it's they're all wearing white uniforms, so it's like it's almost like black and white of like like this look of just oppression and while it's all, it all fits with the, the actual story. Um, it really doesn't look like star Wars. And I, no. I kind of like that. I kind of like yeah. that. It's different that way. Um, I thought the overhead shot of Coruscant uh-huh. was beautiful. Yeah. It was just, wow. Yep. Yeah, they they really have come a long way with digital buildings and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait to see the making of because <laughs> I'm going to be blown away with how much of it is is computer generated. But a lot of it's not though. Like the, yeah. the entire town that that was in the first three episodes was a practical town, right? And so, like, there, I feel like they're marrying that again of like. Obviously, the stuff on Coruscant can't be practical locations. Um, but they also didn't film in a volume either. Right. So, you know, it's like the older way of making films. But Rogue One was like that, too. Right. Rogue One was part of that that throwback of, like, we're going to build real sets and, like, when we blow shit up, it's going to be for real and all that kind of stuff, so... Um, but this does f- feel very much like Rogue One. Yes. Really liked the introduction of Mon Mothma. Uh-huh. That she's really entrenched in the Senate. 
So by the time you see her in Rogue One and, you know, throughout, you kind of get a new perspective on where she's coming from. Right. She's been working from the inside for so long. Yeah. And, and like, like they keep changing people out on her and they're suspicious of her. And the fact that she makes it all the way to return of the Jedi Mm -hmm. is, is kind of staggering. Like that she can keep it together that long. Right. But I guess by rogue one, she's they've, they've gotten rid of the Senate. Cause that's in a new hope, right? When, um, what's his name? Moff Tarkin. Tarkin. When Tarkin says that the emperor has dissolved the Senate. Yeah. So she's, she's not in that anymore, but she makes it all the way to then. And then starts hanging out with the rebellion. Right. So, yeah. And apparently one of, I guess one of the people on the list for the party is Palpatine's right-hand woman, the bald blue one from this, like, um, that like stands next to him in the council chamber. Mm-hmm. Um, she's on the list, so we might get some like Palpatine in this show too. Really? Yeah. That would be very cool. I mean, it's all open now. I mean, if you're gonna do, if you're gonna do it within this time period. Like it, this is only five years after the Obi-Wan show. And, you know, I think it's, I think they said it's a couple of years after solo. You could basically bring anybody back at this point. Right. You know, he could run into Lando somewhere and bring back, um, what's his name? Donald Glover. Is that the right name? Yeah, I don't know if he would do it again. Do you think he would? Well, there was supposed to be a um a Lando TV show starring him. Right. I don't know if that's still in the on the books, but that was going to be a thing. Hmm. You know, you could get the kid that played Han Solo. Oh, Alden Eckreich. Yeah, even Eckenreich. even even in a cameo or something. You know, just in passing. Sure. You know, the, he goes to a starport and the Millennium Falcon's there and. And Han and Chewie are walking past him or whatever. Like, you could do whatever you wanted now. Right. You know, I don't necessarily want to go back to Tatooine or see the Mandalorian at this point. But I think the older characters could make appearances. You know, he could run into a teenage Leia. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot of possibilities that they can now incorporate and make the universe even bigger. Yep. But yeah, and um, yeah, I really liked my Mothma's car. <laughs> really did. It's like, wow, Senate salary is not bad. <laughs> It kind of reminds me of the spinners from um, Blade Runner. Blade Runner, yeah. It had kind of that look to it, and I was like, okay, I could get behind that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I and I really feel like with an adult show like this, um, you know, there's there is really they can they can really do anything. Um, 
that's more grounded and not necessarily like lightsabers and stuff and just make it a really, really decent TV show. Yeah. Which they really are. So yeah, let's see how far it goes. Hopefully they don't jump the shark. Hopefully we don't see Darth Vader. I mean, even if you do, you know, it's still, it's still in the timeline. So yeah, that's true. But did you watch the Lord of the Rings show? I did. Yeah. I think this was the best episode yet. The the end fight between the orcs and the men. I don't. I can't remember the name of the island that they came from. Num, numero uno. Something like that. Yeah. Um. I thought that that was fucking amazing. I thought them the the townsfolk fighting the orcs was cool. I really kind of wanted them to kill off the mother. Yeah. Just just so that there's some kind of stakes. Like, yes, this is real. And yes, like some of the characters that you're going to come to know are going to die. Right. Um, so like, I thought that that was going to be cool. Cause we know, um, Asiliador and his father are at the big battle against Sauron when Asiliador chops his hand off. Right. In the beginning of the Lord of the Rings movies. So we know no, nothing's going to happen to them. But I do think that they could start really fucking with some of the other characters that aren't like legacy characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love the thing at the end with the old guy putting this, the sword in the thing and, and opening up Mount Doom. Yeah. That was fucking amazing. That looked great. So I'm, I'm assuming that Sauron's Tower is kind of where the village is. Like, as as it shows up in Lord of the Rings, like the the proximity of like the Mordor Gate to all that stuff, yeah, feels like that you know that's where they're gonna build Sauron's tower or whatever. Um, and I really think that that dude that was traveling with Galadriel is Sauron because they made him king of the Southlands, right? And that's Mordor. And that should be Sauron. So I really think we're going to come to find out that like he's Sauron somehow. So do we think he gets corrupted or is he? Well, I think he's pretending. Always pl- he's pretending. I think mm-hmm. he's pretending. And like, um, um, because the island nation of whatever, um, that, that had him imprisoned at one point in the Lord of the Rings mythology had Sauron captured and he um he corrupts a bunch of those guys and one of them becomes the mouth of Sauron and one of them becomes something else and so like it all just seems like it's set up for that one dude to be Sauron so maybe we'll get the big burning eye at the end who knows Ooh. <laughs> maybe we find out why it's a big burning eye uh, possibly You never know. And we're almost done with this, right? 
This was the fifth episode. I am trying to. Well, let me look it up for you. Hang on. Rings. Rings of power. Um, it is going to have eight episodes. So we and only have two more. Yeah. Damn, that went fast. Yeah. You think season one ends with like big reveals of like who the guy who fell from the sky was, who really is Sauron. It would be nice, but I'm not holding my breath. Because <laughs> we, ha we haven't seen like... Um, we haven't seen the Harfoots in a while, and we haven't seen uh, the Dwarves in a while. So they got a lot to get going here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought there was at least ten. I didn't know there was only eight. Yeah. That sucks. You better get moving on season two. Did you also watch She-Hulk? I did. It's very silly. <laughs> but isn't it meant to be, though? Yes. I mean, it's not supposed to be, like, battles every week and, like, you know, this was all about her her healing from being a one-night stand. Right. Who turns out to be, like, trying to get her blood or whatever. Right. Um, this wasn't my favorite episode. No, for sure. I like all the stupid super villain cameos. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't buy Emil Blonsky being like a self help person though. No. Unless in, in, imprisonment has really changed him, like his character in the incredible Hulk was a soldier and like this was his mission and he wanted to be better than the Hulk. And like, so he got the super soldier serum, which backfired and made him the abomination. And like now all of a sudden he's a touchy feely self-help guru guy. And it's like, mm, okay. I kind of really thought that, we were going to find out that because the dude that attacked her was part of that group, that this was an elaborate setup plan to get her by herself, mm. um, you know, away from everybody. What was his group cut? The home wreckers or something? It's not the, the wreckers. I think. Wrecking crew. Wrecking, wrecking crew. crew. Yeah. So like, I really thought that they were going to find a way to keep her from transforming and then, like, take her blood and stuff. But no, that all happened before when, you know, she she sleeps with a guy. And, but if he, like, poked her with something sharp to get her blood, wouldn't she have woken up from that? And how sharp was that needle? Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. They got some answers. They got some questions to answer, too. Because I think we're almost done with that one, too, right? Yeah. 
That, almost, yeah, almost time for... Uh, that's only nine Matt episodes. Murdoch. And this was what, seven? And this was seven. So there's only yeah. two more of that, too. So they have to bring Matt Mur- Murdock in. I saw a theory that they think that because she's nominated for Female Lawyer of the Year, that maybe he's nominated for Male Lawyer of the Year, and that's why he shows up. Oh, okay. There was a picture of uh, Tatiana Maslany standing next to the on-set um, um, like stand-in for She-Hulk. You should see the size of this woman. Holy shit. Really? Yeah. I, I, I'll have to send it to you if I can find it again. She's gigantic. It's like Gwendolyn Christie. I think she's bigger than that. Oh, wow. Uh, is that picture here? Um, you know, there's only two episodes and they have to like wrap up the thing with Titania. Or do you think it's not going to wrap up? Do you think she's just kind of a red herring and she's an annoyance? Or do you think something's going to happen in the finale? I don't know. That's a, that's a good, that's a good thing. I, I don't know if it's just a red herring. I mean, maybe she pulls off something huge, and as a result, Matt Murdock teams up with She-Hulk. Possibly. That would be cool. And then she could cross over to his show. (laughs) They could, like, call each other for advice. There you go. Uh, There's there's a a screen rant... um, article that talks about the the stand-in she's she's six five um but they don't have the picture of her standing next to next to what's her name i mean she's fucking huge though and they paint her green and stuff for for the show as a stand-in wow So they put her in heels to make her the six seven, that she, that She Hulk supposedly is. She's very pretty. Yeah. You could follow her on Insta. I don't follow anybody on Insta. No. No. Social media is a dying thing. I'm standing by that. Okay. Says the podcast host. Shut up. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, I think I think social media. I think things like Twitter and giving everybody a voice has been terrible for mankind. But that's just me. Yeah. Well. Uh, I caught up on a couple of movies I had not seen yet. Yeah, what'd you watch? I watched Multiverse of Madness and Thor 
Love and Thunder. Oh, okay. Let's check these one at a time. What did, what did you think of uh, Multiverse of Madness? Uh, it was very interesting. <laughs> um, I I don't like the bizarre fantasy world with like floating palace columns and shit. You mean where the book was? Yeah. Yeah. But um, it was enjoyable. Um, so Scarlet Witch is gone. Is that what we're assuming at this point? There was a flash of red before. That means so do that we th- she could have just gone away. Hmm. It's also very sad that that is Wanda's escape. Like she she goes into a fantasy land. Yeah. And, but that's the whole point of um, Wanda and Vision. <laughs> so see, my problem with Multiverse of Madness is that the title would have you think that they'd be chased through a whole lot of different versions of the world. Right. And they're not. They, they were not. You get one section where shit is popping off around them in different styles. They could become paint at one point. Right. And you're like, oh, this if they start popping through these, this is going to be fucking rad. And they they wind up in one other universe and they stay there until they come back to ours. And it's like, okay. well, they go to the, the frozen version. Kind of. (laughs) I guess, but I don't know. Again, it was one of those, like there was a bunch of promise made with a, uh, with a title, right? The multiverse of madness. It's going to be fucking insane. We're going to see things we've never seen before in one spot. (laughs) I mean, I liked the Illuminati. I liked what they did with like, um, they, you know, bringing back, um, black bolt and, um, changing out Captain America to, to, um, Captain Peggy Br- Carter yep. and, and Captain Britain. Um, you know, uh, Captain Marvel is not, um, Danvers it's, anymore. It's, it's her friend. It's her friend. They get John Krasinski to come in as Mr. Fantastic, which was stunt yeah. casting. Yeah, obviously. And you know, Patrick Stewart, you're everybody always loves Patrick Stewart. So I like all that shit. Yeah. But I mean, then they I... go out like a bunch of bitches. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's weird, man. Yeah. Um what did you think of Thor? Uh you are right in saying that it's a Taika Waititi movie with Marvel characters. Yes. It was... I, it's too over just like the top. She-Hulk. It was, it was very slapsticky. It was very silly. Yep. Um, I mean, I, I... I liked that it wasn't as serious. I thought the goats were funny. You didn't think the goats went on for too long? Well, yeah, but they were still funny. <laughs> Um, I liked Russell Crowe as Zeus. Yeah, you liked him picking up a skirt and walking down the stairs. Yes, yes, I thought that was hilarious. 
apparently there's another version of those scenes where Zeus helps him. Okay. Like without any of the like, like if you don't shut up, we're not coming to the orgy thing. Uh-huh. There's this an entire thing of like, um, he goes and he helps Jane Foster when she's laying in the Asgard hospital. Oh, really? And like he teaches Thor that anything can be a thunderbolt. Like it's just not his weapon. And like, there's this whole other subplot of like Russell Crowe's Zeus helping Thor, but that's not what they picked for the movie. And it was like, okay, that's weird. Yeah. And all that stuff is on, is on YouTube. Like you can go see all those deleted scenes and be like, I kind of want to see this version of the movie. Right. And while I don't mind the inclusion of everybody's kids, (laughs) the fact that we're moving forward with Thor and his real daughter in whatever they're going to do next is a little weird. Yeah. And I, I think that the best part of the film, which is Christian Bale was kind of wasted because he's not in it that much. No, he's not. And, yeah. So, yeah, I I had real problems with with it. And Ragnarok wasn't serious. But No. It felt more put together than this movie. Okay. Um There were stakes to that that felt bigger than like they've stolen the Asgard kids. Right. And so we got to go find them. And, you know, even the stuff in the beginning with the guardians of the galaxy Mm -hmm. just felt way too over the top for what Marvel's been trying to do. Okay. And look, I think Taika Waititi is a good filmmaker, Mm -hmm. but I think he's not the right filmmaker for something like this, where they're going to let him off the reins a bit. Mm. Like, I think it worked better when Kevin Feige had the reins on Ragnarok and was steering him as opposed to them being like, do whatever the fuck you want. And this is what you get. Yeah, I mean, I thought there was some very clever stuff, like Asgard has become a tourist attraction. Right. You know, I thought that was that was fun. Um, all of the uh, different gods in Zeus's palace, the mm-hmm. guy on the throne of scissors. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, I mean, there was a lot of clever stuff in this. I just feel like if your villain is going to be Gore the God Butcher, maybe show him killing some gods. I mean, they well, talk he, about it. He kills that first god. Yeah, but then he's supposed to go on like a rampage. Right. Like if he had shown up to Zeus's place and started just like lopping heads off of people sitting in seats, mm. I would have been like, all right, that's cool. But like Zeus is like, yeah, he's killed a couple of minor gods. Who cares? And you're like, huh? Okay. Okay. And then the next time you see him, he's on earth and he steals the children. 
He didn't kill anybody. So like Gore the God Butcher is, I don't know. It's okay, whatever. I do like the fact they killed Jane. Spoiler alert. That it wasn't a happy ending so much. Like, you know, she's got to make the decision of if she uses the hammer again, it will kill her. And she decides that the children are more important so that she's going to go help. Like, I was fine with that. Um, I just felt like, I just felt like it was too Taika Waititi. Yeah. And I'm not a huge fan of Melissa McCarthy. So when she shows up as Hella in play, I was yeah. like, mm, okay. yeah. I mean, fortunately, it was just that one scene. So it was like, all right, that's fine. Well, and then I also liked when you saw the two actors who were playing Thor and Loki later on. Oh, out of character? Out of character. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm really surprised they haven't tapped Matt Damon for a bigger superhero role. I mean, he Don't shows know. up in cameos in a couple of things, but right, you know, I don't know. Speaking of bigger roles, this week we got news that uh, we're getting a Deadpool three. I saw with that. Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Yeah, which is kind of mind blowing. My my guess is that when Ryan Reynolds talked him into it, it was, you don't have to go to the gym a lot. We can now CG in like a, like a better physique without (laughs) you having to do the work. Right. Um, you'll still be the size of Logan. You just won't have to do the stuff. You don't think dancing on Broadway has kept him in shape. I'm sure he's in shape, but he's not Wolverine size anymore. No. And so I can't imagine him going back into the gym for this to be like pumped up. I'm sure it's, it's, you know, we'll put you in a muscle suit. You know, he's not, he's not going to go the Chris Hemsworth route or even the Chris Evans route of like packing on muscle for this one movie. You don't think so? No. But I mean, if Deadpool happens in the in the current MCU, does that mean that the X Men are have always been there, or is he in a? Is well, he in a yeah. Well, I mean, Doctor X is in Thor. Anything can happen these days. <laughs> Anything. But is it too much? Are we are we hurtling towards burnout? Um, not like DC. I, I mean, because I got to tell you, the the Deadpool announcement was the most excited I've been for a Marvel movie in a long time. Right. Everything else that's coming out, I'm like meh. But I think Deadpool is unique enough in the in his first two films that it's like, okay, 
I can get behind an MCU version of Deadpool. So, uh, you know, that's kind of exciting to me, but everything else that's on the, that's on the slate. I'm just like, eh, all right, sure. Why not? I don't know. Well, that's sad. You should know. <laughs> should I? You should. I need a new... Um, I need a new, like, half-hour comedy to watch. What do you suggest? <sighs> that I can, like, like stream... That's tough because I can't think of anything that's must-watch TV right now. What about stuff that's off the air for a couple of years? Uh, what are some good like comedies? That have been oh out? God! I can go old school and watch the Golden Girls. No. 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 Uh Gosh, I don't know. I'm trying to think now. Laverne and Shirley? Laverne and Shirley was hilarious. Well, yeah, but I'd like something... More recent? More recent. Mm. Like, have you did, have you watched Abbott Elementary? Yes. Is that any good? Uh, <laughs> it's good. Yeah. But it's got some very stereotypical black characters okay. that if this weren't created by a black actress i would feel very uncomfortable watching <laughs> okay fair enough um yeah i mean it's cute like is 30 rock for, worth watching i really liked 30 rock did you yes oh it's only on peacock though fuck i don't want to have to get another service yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, else? I've watched Parks and Rec. I've watched The I've, Office. I've watched The Office. Watched Seinfeld. Friends. I've seen most of Friends. Hmm. Like, I need like a good thirty-minute show that I can like download and take when I'm waiting for the kid to finish school. Raven's House? No. Miley Cyrus? No. Uh, well, what else? Like I, was, I feel like there's so much out there that I can't think of anything. I was really hoping that the fucking Night Court reboot would have happened by now, but I guess they're saving that. Hmm. I mean, is Futurama any good? I never got into Futurama. No? No. Because that's, that's on Hulu. So I could download those. But I I don't know. You watching Young Sheldon? I, I don't know if I can do that. I mean, I got through the last two seasons of Big Bang Theory without laughing once. And I was like, do I really want to go into Young Sheldon? Uh, Frasier? 
Maybe. Frasier still holds up. Does it? Yeah. The nanny? No, I can't. No. <laughs> uh, hmm. Frasier's on Hulu. Or is it through Peacock? Uh, is this on? Yeah, okay. I know about your privacy update. No, it's not on Hulu anymore. Well, if you think of something, let me know. All right. Evening Shade. Oh, Jesus. Evening Shade with Burt Reynolds <laughs> and Mary Lou Henner. It was really good. Was it? Yes. Okay. Do I rewatch all 13 seasons of MASH? <laughs> uh, did you ever watch News Radio? I did. I've seen okay. News Radio, yeah. News Radio was really good. Designing Women. That's really good. Is it? It's really well written. <laughs> if you can get past Julia. Okay. It's it's really well written. And there's some funny ass shit. I mean, their friend Bernice. <laughs> is just classic. <laughs> Doogie Hauser. Uh, no, it's got that guy you don't like in it. Who? Neil Patrick Harris. I like Neil Patrick Harris. You do? Yeah. But you couldn't get through, uh... Oh, what was it? Lemony, Lemony Snicket? Snicket? Well, yeah, but that's not... I, I just couldn't get into that on a whole, so... Yeah. Arrested Development? I've been through all of Arrested Development. Uh, Scrubs. Is Scrubs any good? Some of it is. Is the Goldbergs good? I like the Goldbergs. Yeah. Because that would be like a nostalgia thing, right? Because that all happened yeah. in the 80s. Mm hmm. It's good. I mean, Wendy McClendon Covey is very funny. Okay. Um, how about Community? I've I've already been through all the community. Okay, looking forward to the movie. I I kind of am. I yeah. mean, there's you know there was the promise of six seasons and a and a movie, right? And so um, while I feel like when the show moved off of, I guess it was on NBC. Yeah. And it went to whatever streaming service that it was on. I feel like the last season or so was kind of weak. Okay. And so I was like, okay, they just need to kill this now. Like, I, I think it's it's outlived itself. But if they can do a good movie, I'm kind of all for it. Yeah. Because did, did you watch All the Community? No. No? I watched it very sporadically. I mean, there's at points like characters leave. And it's like, but that was the funniest character. Right. So now what are we going to do? You mean like Starburns? No, no, like, <laughs> like it, at one point, Donald Glover's character leaves okay. the show. And then you're like, oh, okay. I mean, at least, at least Troy was funny to watch. And then like Abed's not the same without Troy. And it's like, 
okay, but you're trying to keep the comedy together, but it doesn't flow now because like it's a community college and we're in season six of this. Right. And like community college is only like two years. So like, what are they doing? And so it felt really forced at times, especially in the last couple of seasons. Um, but I think if they can do something with a movie, then I'm all for watching it. Okay. Uh, oh, you probably didn't watch this. Uh, it's called the neighbors. The neighbors. Is that the one with the aliens? Yes. I think I watched a couple of those with you. Okay. Because that was really clever. Okay. Uh, Adventures of Old Christine. I think I've seen those. Okay. Uh, Rules of Engagement. I think I've seen those. Uh, um, Still Standing. Jamie Gertz, Mark Addy. That's kind of sounds familiar. Grounded for Life. That I watched. Daniel Logue. Okay. Uh, Dharma and Greg. Dharma and Greg I watched. Okay. All right. So I think maybe the, the neighbors I'll give a shot. All right. My name is Earl. My name is Earl I watched. Not worth rewatching. No. No, because I live in South Carolina now. <laughs> and it's like just watching the neighborhood. Yeah. Well, that's some good recommendations. I should be able to find something. Yeah. Off of that. All right. I did start to watch um on on YouTube. They have there's a channel that has all of yes dear yes dear yeah it was it uh, it was anthony what, what was his name sounds very familiar oh yeah duh uh, anthony clark yeah anthony clark yeah 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 i started to watch that but like since i can't download them i kind of fell off of it oh it's 122 episodes yeah but you can't watch it anywhere. Like the YouTube thing is the only place that I ever found it. Really? So. I don't know. So. Yeah. Good times. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Okay. Are you having computer problems again? Well, it just... It, it sounds like you stuck your head out the window. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird, but okay. Yeah, like there's wind in the background now. Oh. Strange. <laughs> Very weird. Um, did you see the, the false story this week that Bruce Willis is selling his deep fake rights? 
I now did, that he's no longer acting. I did see that, and then then his his agent came out and said that's not true. Yeah. What a weird story to write. Well, do you think they just picked up on the James Earl Jones story last week? Possibly. Possibly with him retiring. He did sell his rights to his voice, though, right? To Star Wars? Wasn't that he, like the thing? I, I don't... I don't think they came to any agreement because it was probably covered under all the work he's done so far. Yeah, but if they're going to make new work off of it... um. They would have to. They would have to pay him somehow. Uh. Apparently, he signed on for seven thousand dollars in the original movie. Right. I mean, according to. According to Sky News, James Earl Jones to step back from Darth Vader role. But Ukrainian AI means his voice will live on. So I I think whatever the the process that they did for Mark Hamill, right? Um, for Luke Skywalker, and they they did it for Darth Vader in Obi Wan, right? I guess whatever that was, they kind of bought him out and was like, here's a whole bunch of money. Um, since you don't want to do it anymore. And I can understand that. Homeboy's old. He's, ni- he's 91. Yeah. Come on. Like, I wouldn't want to get back in the recording booth either. Right. So, I, I don't know. I haven't seen anything saying that he was compensated for it. Oh, okay. It's very weird. Uh, well, let's see what this is. Uh, Matthew Wood, a sound editor at Lucasfilm Skywalker Sound Studios, told the outlet that he had mentioned he was looking into winding down the particular character. Not particularly surprising. Uh, that Jones is still somewhat involved in the franchise and lends. Advice to the editors on the character's future appearances. Uh, it's unclear what plans Disney and Lucasfilm have for Darth Vader in upcoming projects. Uh, he's not going away anytime soon, but for 45 years after his debut, the character has continued to appear in films. Yeah, it doesn't say anything about... I mean, they'd have to pay him, though, because it's it's a derivative work. It's an, It's a new work that they'd be creating using his voice. So they'd have to pay his, at least his estate or something. And I think that, that Lucasfilm would do that. Yeah. I mean, I think they'd go, they'd go because they did that with, um, who played Tarkin? Peter Cushing. Peter Cushing. They went to his, 
estate and paid them a whole shitload of money for Rogue One. Yeah. And, like, Mark Hamill's not coming in and then doing stand-in work for Luke Skywalker for nothing. So I would assume that that there's some kind of deal in place for them to pay James Earl Jones. Moving on. Yeah. I mean, it looks like they use archive recordings to recreate the voice with AI for for Obi-Wan. Which is what they did in, uh, with Luke Skywalker. Right. But I felt like the Darth Vader voice sounded more emotional than the Luke Skywalker one. Hmm. It sounded like somebody was giving a performance and not just a... Uh, you know, an AI spewing stuff out. Right. And he's also not, he's also not coming back for the Musafa. Mufasa. Mufasa. Mustafa, whatever. Uh, the Mufasa sequel. Prequel thing. Yeah. So. Oh, well. End of an era. But I mean, they're going to bring, they're going to bring Darth Vader back at some point there's like a you know some prequels or sequels that happen to some of these tv shows some prequel sequels prequel sequels it's all good yeah sure you don't know what the future holds you don't know if there's a secret room at lucasfilm somewhere It's fine. Everything will be good. Don't worry. It's just Star Wars. Oh, man. All right. You got anything else for this week? Uh, is your kid into Barbies? No. Oh, there's a there's a new Barbie toy you have to check out. Okay, what is it? Uh, it's a a dog that gives birth to puppies. What? <laughs> yes. Barbie dog with puppies. Holy shit! Are you seeing the video? No, I'm just looking at it on the Target website. You you push down at the the back of the dog, and three puppies come out of it. Seriously? Yes. Oh wait, let me watch the. Holy shit! <laughs> oh my god! It's just a step up from those those chickens that poop tic tacs. <laughs> and so. After this dog has its puppies, then you shove the puppies back into the mother so that she can poop them out again? Yes. So, hours of fun. Yeah. Oh, the Barbie dog 
pooping. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Barbie puppy dog. Holy shit. Well, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. <laughs> I mean, is that even where the puppies would come out of? If she had a cesarean. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Bombs away. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Well, that's a hell of a thing to end on. You're welcome. <laughs> no, my kid's in the all anime stuff. Oh. Barbie's is out the window. Well, that's good. At least she doesn't have unrealistic body expectations. <laughs> that's true. She's just all about Japan. She wants to learn how to speak Japanese. and. Really? Yeah. Moshi Moshi. Moshi Moshi. Cool. All right. Well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Let us know you're listening. So until next week, this is Chris. This is John. Have a good week. Itchita kapita melaka mystica. Mystica.